I'm Chastity Holcomb, a wife, mother of two, a licensed therapist, and a lover of all things laughter. After having my girls 13 months apart, I questioned, yo, where did the old girl go? But slowly I accepted that I was being formed into someone new. I've grown to know this new version of myself and love her unconditionally. I created the Momfully You podcast to give you simple strategies that I've used as a mom and therapist to help you do the same. If you're looking to connect to your identity outside of your role as mom, and you want to learn how to make space for you in your life, you're in the right place. And while I'm so thrilled to have you here, I want you to know that this podcast is not a substitute for seeking support from a licensed mental health provider. I think you're going to like it here. So keep listening because we've got some things to talk about. Hello and welcome back to the Momfully You podcast. I am your host, Chastity. Thank you so much for joining in. If you are listening to this episode, then that means we are already in 2021. And oh my gosh, did you ever think that we will make it out of 2020? Uh, I didn't, but I'm so glad that we did. Mama, we made it. (laughs) I saw a meme the other day that said we all just kind of need to walk into 2021 with our hands behind our backs. No one needs to touch anything. No one needs to say anything. Just be still and quiet (laughs) because we have no idea, right, how this year will look. And yet I still have hope. I remain hopeful because there is something special about a fresh start. And for a lot of us, that fresh start is kind of symbolized um, when a new year happens. And so happy new year to you. And I hope that this is your best year yet. Now, all of this week, I have been talking about the things that we're going to leave behind in 2020. And so I wanted to kind of bring that conversation over to the podcast and talk about that and also give you some intentions or ways that you can make sure that those things don't follow you into the new year. Now, I am not naive enough to know that me giving you these things to leave behind (laughs) and giving you these intentions to move forward with, that that is enough, right? I understand that this might be a good starting place, but as I'm calling some of these things out or you know, maybe your you, your intention is to seek some additional support to help you maintain some of these things or the intentions that you've come up with on your own. So I think more than anything, 2020 has taught us that we need support and we need people. We need a healthy community, a rally of emotional, practical and physical support that we can kind of rely on to help us live life, not out of survival, (laughs) but in its fullness. And so, yes, we're going to be talking about leaving things behind. Yes, we're going to be talking about intentions. And yes, this is a starting place, not the finish line. Okay, (laughs) so let's go ahead and jump straight in. The first thing that I think actually one of the most important thing is that we need to lay aside This idea that you have to put yourself on the back burner now that you are a mom, that your dreams and your hopes and your desires, all of that has to come to an end now that you have kiddos. I want you to know that you outside of your role as a mom, you are still important. 
you still matter and you don't have to sacrifice that. You don't have to sacrifice who you are in order to do motherhood well. So being a mom is such a special and a beautiful, often complicated (laughs) part of who you are, but that role is not the sum of who you are. You are indeed multifaceted and it's okay to have wants and needs outside of motherhood. And yes, of course, we know, (laughs) we know this, right? That practically, you know, we have these needs and we have these wants outside of being a mom. I don't think anybody will argue with that statement. But I think when it comes to living that out, it gets a little tricky. It gets a little hard. And so I'm actually thinking back on a conversation that I had with a mom about guilt related to doing something as simple as going to her room for an hour while her kids were playing with the dad in the living room. She talked about how most of her energy and the source of her joy even was connected to her children. And so when she spends time away from them, she has this deep sadness, like she's not only missing out on time with her children, but she's also missing out on time with her joy. So let's talk about that, okay? How can you cultivate joy that comes from you? Joy that comes from things that you do for yourself that doesn't involve another person, even if they are so special, (laughs) you know? But joy that comes just from you and for you. And maybe you're listening to this and that story kind of resonates to you like, yeah, I don't know who I am (laughs) or um, I don't really know what I like or enjoy without being a mom. I've just kind of been wrapped up or tangled up with kids hanging off of my ankles all the time that I've forgotten about what happiness outside of this looks like. I hear you and I hear stories like yours all of the time. And so maybe for you, I want you to think about an intention related to finding your joy this year, finding your purpose even, Um, finding your strength and the things that you do well, even finding those little pockets of creativity that make you happy and make you feel fulfilled. Um, And not just, you know, in that role as a mom, but fulfilled for you, for you, because you are still important, you still matter. I just completed a whole module that talks about connecting to value and cultivating this joy and creativity so that you know what it feels like when those things are in your life, but that you also know when those things are missing and absent from your life because you know what that feels like as as well, right? So I'm so excited to have that available to my Maya Mamas and the Mom for You Academy. So yeah, maybe for you, That is your intention to find your joy, your creativity, the things that you want and desire and figuring out a way to put those intentions into action, whether that is taking a class or connecting to friends or whatever that looks like to you, right? Talking about that example of how that mom felt guilty about being away from her kiddos kind of brings me to my second point of leaving guilt and shame behind in 2020. And I know that this one is huge. I know it's easy to say that we're not going to feel guilty or we're not going to feel shame, but it's often very difficult to walk that out. So guilt says 
you've done something wrong. And shame says you yourself are wrong. Both of those things creep up in our lives and they can make us feel very paralyzed, right? It can make you feel like whether you do something or you don't do something, you are to blame. Whether you made the decision to take your kids back to school during the pandemic or not, you are to blame. Whether you decided to breastfeed or not, you are to blame. Whether your kids are doing all of these special activities for the holidays or um, birthdays or whatever, you are to blame for that, right? And sometimes it's the thought that everyone else has it all together <laughs> and you're the only one that's struggling with that because something is wrong with you. It's this deep-rooted belief about guilt and shame that tear you apart from the inside out. And it's often a battle that not everyone around you can see, right? It's kind of that silent killer. So maybe some intentions to carry into 2021 about guilt and shame is practicing giving yourself permission to make mistakes and know that those mistakes don't define you. Or say that your intention is to say, you know, I did my best with what I had in that moment because that moment is all I had. Or even your intention is to say, I have struggled struggled with guilt and shame for too long and it's taken up too much space in my life. I'm actually at a place where I need additional support. I need to go to therapy. I need to talk to someone else about this to help me manage this and uproot those unhealthy belief patterns about guilt and shame. And there is nothing wrong with reaching out for support for that. There's actually a lot of strength in being able to do that in reaching out for support, in walking out those steps to get out of those shame spirals and cycles, you're kind of blowing that shame off of you. And I've said this before, but shame does not belong on you. Shame off you, okay? All right, now let's talk. take a look at comparison. Comparison tries to invite you to measure yourself against other people and what they have going on. You know, comparison makes you look over the fence and see the grass and it looks a little glittery and shiny, but in real life, it's just rain that was left over from a storm the night before. (laughs) In other words, we have no idea what someone else's story is. I am reminded of that picture of the two swimmers where one of the swimmers lifted his head out of the water to take a breath and he looked over his shoulder at the other swimmer. He was trying to measure, right, how good he was doing by where the other swimmer was. And in doing that, checking for someone else in their lane, he lost. In other words, (laughs) measuring yourself to someone else on whether you're doing good or not can be detrimental to you. When you compare yourself to others, you miss the context of their story, right? You think it's glitter when it's actually rain. (laughs) You think that they have it all together when actually they're falling apart. You can also kind of fall into this trap of making someone else's priorities your own. So it's like, oh, she's doing that well, maybe I should be doing it too. 
So then you have these unhealthy beliefs about other people, which can also translate to other unhealthy beliefs about yourself. You start focusing on things that are not in your control and you ultimately discredit the things that you are good at and your own unique journey and story. And you start to believe that motherhood is like a black or white thing. Either you're good at it or you're bad at it. And that's just so, so dangerous, right? I'm sure you've heard it before that comparison is the thief of joy, but truly, truly, it is the thief of everything. It's the thief of everything. So how are we going to move forward with intentions to manage comparison in this year? We are first going to realize and believe that no one has it all together. And then we're going to set the intention that says, what I have is for me, is for me. And what is meant for me will not pass me. And just because I'm in a different place than someone else that's around me doesn't mean that I'm in a bad place. It just means we're in a different place. Okay? All right. So there you go. Very quick, right? Those self-sacrificing in the name of motherhood, that guilt and shame, and lastly, comparison, those things are not allowed in 2021. All right? (laughs) Instead, the intentions of connecting and tuning in to what you actually want and saying to yourself, I am not wrong. I am not a bad person. Even if I need support in helping me believe that, that is okay. Or even focusing on the priorities in your lane and not those of someone else's. So every year I come up with a theme word, a word that kind of helps guide my intentions and it helps me make decisions and it helps even my thoughts for that year. And as I mentioned in One of my earlier episodes, my word for 2021 is rhythm. I intentionally chose this word because I did not want to say, you know, I'm going to find a balance because I don't necessarily think that a balance is a realistic thing, um, especially in the mommy world, right? But I do want to find a rhythm, a certain movement that feels good to me, that feels familiar, that I can count on this consistency of gradual movement towards goals or intentions, right? This is going to help me stay focused with my decisions. That will bring me my rhythm for the year. So I encourage you to do the same, to pick a word or a theme that you want to focus on and use that to guide your intentions and your decisions to flow out of, right? So write that word down, put it on your favorite, in your favorite planner, put it on your mirror, on your refrigerator, wherever you can so that you can see it and be reminded of what you want to see this year. Will it be perfect? Absolutely not. (laughs) Because we're not looking for perfect, right? We're not looking for perfect. We're looking for intentional practice, a practice that brings you back to a healthy version of yourself, a practice that helps you steer away from guilt and shame, and a practice that helps you get far, far (laughs) away from comparison. Whatever your word is or whatever your intentions are, I wish you the best year yet. Happy 2021, Mama. 
You've been listening to the Momfully You podcast. And if you've liked having me all up in your ears, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can be the first to know when a new episode goes live. And if you're looking for more support, you definitely want to become a member of Momfully You Academy, my private online community to help you reclaim your identity and fully love the authentic version of yourself. Every month, you get access to me, a brand new course, downloadable action items, and a monthly live Q&A call to help you go past learning and into a lifestyle. Sound fun? Find out more at momfullyyou.com. I'll see you inside. Thank you for listening. And until next time, take care.